Here we are, June, the first weekend of Pride Month, and uh, it's the 41st year of Toronto Pride. 41st year, and it's nice to have it back. Current Stickets joins us right now, Director, Public Interest and Community Relations at something called the 519. Current, good to have you on. Thanks, Kelly, and happy Pride and happy Friday. Well, thank you very much for both of those things. A happy Pride, happy Friday to you as well. Um, for those who don't know, what exactly uh, does the 519 do? Absolutely. So the 519 is a community centre located in the Church Wellesley Village. We're a City of Toronto agency and registered charity. And we really focus on serving the 2SLGBTQ community through programs, services, providing space and leadership um, to queer and trans folks uh, across the city and across Ontario. And I guess the past couple of years have been a bit of a struggle for you guys because you've been dealing with uh, the fact that everything's gone virtual. How important is uh, your the 519s um, or the 519, I apologize, um, your your uh, events that are going on uh, during Pride Month? For sure. I mean, for our community to be able to come together is so important, not just during Pride, but throughout the year. You know, still to this day, many of our folks um, rely on their chosen family rather than their bio- biological family for the types of supports for building that community. Uh, and it's so nice for us to be able to come together finally again in person this Pride uh, year to both celebrate um, all of the great uh, achievements in our communities, but also really continue those important conversations about the, the work that uh, needs to be done um, for our communities to make uh, the world a more equitable and just place. And of course, have a lot of fun while we're at it at our annual Green Space event that starts on Thursday, June 23rd. And I have to apologize to you, if I can, for a second, just to stop down. Um, when I say guys, I meant everyone. So I probably should have more appropriately chosen the word folk. So I do apologize it's, for that. It's all good. We all uh, we are all on a learning journey there. <laughs> I appreciate your patience. Um, the Green Space Festival. This is a big deal for you guys. You're, I did it again for folks. You're taking over Barbara Hall Park from June 23rd to 26th. Talk about that. We sure are. So it is our 12th annual Green Space Festival, which is a four-day event bringing in drag talent and DJs from really across the world, creating an opportunity for folks to come together and really, as we like to call it, party for a cause. So over the past 12 uh, years of events, obviously on pause for the last couple, um, these events uh, raise really important fundraising for our organization, bringing in almost $4 million over the past decade or so, um, giving us an opportunity to, to really be able to meet the needs of our communities mm-hmm. and um, come together and have a heck of a good time while we're doing it. How happy are you that um, the world of drag has, has received exposure through the streaming services and those television shows? What's it done for acceptance uh, in within the LGBTQ community? I mean, I think it's been a really fundamental change in terms of both how people understand our community, how we can understand gender in new and different ways, and also how we can really respect the talent and artistry of, of drag performers. You know, it is a, a pretty miraculous thing that folks are able to, to pull off in terms of, you know, turning a look and keeping the crowd engaged. And it's, a, it's such a fundamental part of our community, and it's really been fabulous to watch it kind of grow and be accepted by by broader audiences. Okay, besides Starry Night, you've got a couple of things uh, planned for the weekend of June 23rd through 26th at uh, Barber Hall Park. Talk about it. Absolutely. So we kick off with Starry Night on the Thursday. On Friday, we have our One World event, which is our Afro House edition, really focusing on highlighting and um, working with amazing Black talent from really across the world. 
Saturday, lining up with uh, the Dykemarts on Saturday, we have our annual Lipstick Jungle event, which is a great event. We always have tons of families out for that one as well. And then Tell me a little bit Sunday, about the Lipstick Jungle, because it sounds interesting. For sure. So we bring in a lot of femme-identified artists and DJs from across the world, including Miss Monique, who's joining us from Ukraine this year, which we're, we're super excited about and honored to, to have her joining us. Um, and it's really just an opportunity for, for our communities to, to come together, to party, to dance, to play in the splash pad and um, hang out. Yeah. And it's great because it's, it's family friendly. It's you're getting kids involved. I, You know, Danny Stover, who's our producer of the show, does a uh, uh, drag. Uh, what's a, What do you call it, Danny? It's uh, you can hop on the mic. I apologize. We've stopped down. I don't know what Dave, Dave can you put up Danny's mic? Because there's actually a particular name for this. What is it, Danny? Oh, it's uh, Drag Queen Storytime. Drag Queen Storytime. And I think it's just amazing to watch the kids respond. How important is it to reach kids at a young age to to show them what uh, life is like for the LGBTQ uh, community and how they like to express themselves and have a good time? I mean, it's it's so important. You know, I think for for so many queer folks, myself included, growing up, uh, you know, even not too long ago and not having all those opportunities to see what a a good and rich and exciting life it is and how uh, affirming our lives can be um, and having those role models for for queer and trans youth to be able to look up at uh, and see themselves in is just so important in terms of creating um, a world in which people feel like they can really truly be themselves. That is that is really important. And Sunday, everything wraps up with uh, a, a treehouse party. Is that right? For sure. Treehouse party, our, our, our final event of the day. It's a busy day. Pride Parade happens and wraps up. And we welcome folks to join us to midnight on that day um, and just kind of continue the, the good vibes and having them keep on going well into the night. Um, and then we all try and pull it together and get back to work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> That's difficult to do, especially after we've been, you know, clamoring for uh, celebrations for a couple of years. Can I ask you uh, one question here? There's a lot of criticism out there about the rainbow washing and commodification of pride from major for-profit corporations. How are you dealing with this? For sure. I think for us as an organization, and as a community, we know that fundamentally pride is political that we still have issues that we are fighting for. The members in our community continue to be left behind and are facing increasing housing insecurity, um, financial insecurity, continued discrimination and harassment throughout the workplace and society. And what we expect from our funders and what we expect from folks who are putting up a rainbow flag during Pride is that they're there for us not just during June, but every day of the year. Corinne, thank you very much for joining us. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Oh, my pleasure. If people want to find out more about the Green Space Festival, where do they go? Is there a website they can be directed to? For sure. They can go to greenspacefestival.org. Excellent. Corinne Stickets is Director of Public Interest and Community Relations at the 519.